award-winning Tennessee Wildcast is on the air with the latest on hunting, fishing, boating, wildlife watching, and all things outdoors. Make welcome your host, drummer and outdoor expert novice, Jason Harmon. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to this edition of Tennessee Wildcast. Thanks for tuning in, for watching, for listening. We've got a great show lined up for you today. We're back in studio, Don. Yes, back home. It's been a few days. It has. A few it shows. sure has. Yeah, we've been on the road a while. Yeah, so we've, we've been in East Tennessee. We've been uh, at C-Rack for the last couple of episodes, Cumberland Aquatic Center. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. It's good to be back in the studio here and, and pull a show together. It so. sure is. And speaking of uh, radio stations, we, we usually do a shout-out to a station. Yep, and, yep. Uh, and this week, uh, WMC 790, ESPN 790, uh, we follow Larry Ray there on Saturday mornings. And uh, the new time is going to be 10.30, so you can sleep in in Memphis area and still catch the show. Awesome. Yeah. I think that'll be a good time slot. I think so, too. You can leave the tree stand and come back or... You know, come there back, you, you know, uh, on on the way to a, a midday uh, fishing trip or something. There you go. There you go. Tune yeah. us in. Uh, always, a, uh, Larry's got a good show, so tune it in and then follow up with us. That's right. Got the best of both worlds there. That's great. That's great. So, yeah, check out that. Uh, check out our show there and, and tune us in at that new time. And always remember, you can find us on social media. Yes. Uh, we're out there. You can uh, tune us in on uh, Apple Podcasts, iHeart's Podcast, Spotify. We're on almost the podcasting platforms you can find us. Everywhere. Yeah, we're everywhere. So we do appreciate our radio partners and uh, and our few TV partners we have. So yes. That's great. Uh, today, it's all about fishing uh-huh. uh we're going to be talking about uh well everything from high school to youth to uh habitat improvements and and work going on on the water and and a lot of this is headed up because of what jake davis does for us that's right he, and, got, uh, he had a special recognition recently at the commission meeting he and, did uh, and uh, very impressive. Very yeah. Impressive. So we thought, well, let's get him in the studio. Yeah. So yeah. Jake, thanks for being with us. Hey, it, it's it's a pleasure to drive up and you know coming to finally get to you know be in the studio or see what's going. on. <laughs> I watch you guys on you know Facebook and awesome. YouTube and all that stuff all the time, and you know it's just a terrific show to be on. I didn't know we had a big fan in the house. All That's right. great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You've been sending the link, David. He knows the link. Jake, <laughs> Jake knows as much about TWRA as anybody does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We also have David in the house today david lowry he's our r3 outreach program coordinator for the agency and also has a lot to do with with the tennessee high school uh, bass nation fishing and youth fishing and well i get to take credit you know i am the state director for that but i get to take credit that i'm the one that brought jake davis into all this <laughs> I, they they drafted me to run the high school program and i said i'm only doing it if i can bring in a committee and i said the first guy i'm bringing in on the committee is the guy that's going to look at me and say, hey, you big idiot, don't do that. Yeah. And the guy I know that'll it work. happens a lot, you believe it or not. You know, no. so, <laughs> well, just a short time, y'all been bickering back and forth here. I know it's uh, it's got to be fun working uh, with you guys. You, you got to be around for some of the conversations that when, you know, Facebook Live's not running and, you know, Dave and I, we got to go behind a trailer for a minute. <laughs> or just you know. the phone calls late in the evening when we're bothered yeah. by something. No, Jake, uh, 
Jake's been a godsend to the program, to me personally. Uh, it goes all the way back to when I first get started tournament fishing with my kid, mm-hmm. which is why I started. Jake taught me a lot of things in the very beginning, and he did a whole lot of teaching to my son, Hank, which is why I ever got into any of this. Yeah. Uh, I would put Hank in the boat with Jake where he could actually learn things about tournament fishing instead of trying to figure out what daddy's technique is with that old plastic worm he used in the pond. So, uh, you know, it started like that, and it's grown into this great thing where we've got so much going on that benefits our waters, our kids, benefits the TWRA, and Jake deserves tons of credit for all the things he's done. Yeah, the recent right. recognition and and uh, at the commission meeting, you know, kind of said it all. You know, that was that was an awesome presentation. Uh, I was I was happy to be there to witness that. But you're the state conservation director for Tennessee Bass Nation High School and Youth, yeah. but you also organized the central uh, the state, division for that yep. tournament. And uh, you know, it depends upon what hat I have to wear for the day. You know, <laughs> there, there's a lot of titles there and. Uh, it, it can get really interesting at different times to keep everything straight. And then you're a fishing guide on top of that, too. And I'm, I'm a fishing guide, you know, uh, been been a fishing guide since 2006. Okay. Uh, I was running until 2014. I was running 200 plus days a year. Wow. Had a couple of years of 300 days a year. You know, Man. guiding on Gunnersville and Neckajack and Tim's Ford and Woods Reservoir. I was going to say, what's your favorite body there? What's your, what's your, which water do you like to uh, you know, got on. after being on the water that long, and and, and it sort of re- leads into why I got into the conservation director with bass, uh, watching the way our waterways were, you know, taken care of and what was happening to them. Uh, everybody wanted to go to Gunnersville, mm. you know, and I loved Gunnersville, and I still love Gunnersville to go down there. But if you had to ask me today, what's my favorite body of water? Um and the guys down in Middle Tennessee are going to kill me for this. I like Woods Reservoir. <laughs> you know, we can ask our buddy upstairs, Jason Henniger, all uh-huh. about Woods one day. You know, uh, I had him out there, and we had three fish in the ten pound class. Wow! Um, wow. And it's it's just a hidden little secret. You know, it's it's got not good like browns. Yeah, good bluegill. It's too. got good bluegill, good crappie. <laughs> uh, don't eat the catfish out of there, um, but. You know, it's not like a Browns Creek uh, where they produce, you know, 30-some pound bags. It can. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, three years ago, we seen a 31-inch pound bag come out of there wow. on a yep. benefit tournament for one of our teams. I mean, they wow. threw a little, hey, let's get together Saturday and raise some money for the fishing team in Franklin County. And it took 31 pounds to win. And everybody was like, oh, where'd this come from? And I'm like, <laughs> there's a 40-pound sack out here somewhere. I know it. Yeah. And yeah. that, you know, that lake helped get me addicted way back when. I, I grew up crappie fishing that lake, and we used to catch crappie like no tomorrow back when the limits were much different. Right. You know, we'd catch a 10-incher in my in the boat, and Dad would be looking at me and said, throw that baby back. I can't tell you how many two-and-a-half-pound crappie mm. I caught out of Woods Reservoir in the 1970s wow. as a kid with my dad and my grandpa. So I'm like, Jake, Woods, Woods is my home lake more than anything, but... Um, we're working on the woods. We're working on lots of lakes with the projects Jake's leading us on. Well, we're going to dive into that here in just a second. But with, but when you're not fish, being a fishing guy, when you're not working with Tennessee Bass Nation, you're 
what, doing boating safety instruction? I'm, I'm a boating safety instructor for, you know, TWRA. I stepped up to the plate and conned Miss Woods into letting me do it, and we're going to have some <laughs> classes down there. Perfect. Uh, in Franklin, Coffee County, and uh, Moore County. Might jump sure. over to Lincoln once we get going and I get my feet good and wet in it. Um, being an instructor is, you know, nothing really new to me. Right, you're used it's to it. It's just yeah. I've got a, you know, I've been studying the material, and my poor wife is tired of hearing me talk about <laughs> boating safety. So, because she's my sounding board and listening <laughs> board, <laughs> you know, while I go through the material. Um, because one of the things, you know, I take pride in representing properly, whether it's mm. bass, um, bass master, Tennessee Bass Nation. And in that, I've got the privilege of, I'll be out there representing TWRA. Yeah. Uh, unofficially, officially, you know, I'm an instructor and I want to present that proper image for them. And it is mandatory. You it, know, anybody it, born after yep. January 1st, 89. You know, and that's one good thing to tie it all in together with the TBN or Tennessee Bass Nation. David and I have made it mandatory that all of our boat captains, irregardless of age, right. go through this course. Yep, yep. So with me teaching it, it makes it easier for them to get it. It gives them a familiar face, and we can sit down and discuss it. And they're like, well, why are we doing this? I've been boating since I was, you know, driving a boat since I was 1977. Yeah. And, and we get a lot of grandpas like that, and they're, we're like, let, let me tell you why, because a lot of things have changed in our lifetime. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's changed in my lifetime. Mm -hmm. Um, just since I took the captain's test back in 2006, um, a lot of things have changed. So we go through all that process with them and what's required and why we do this and, you know. And during every safety brief we have for these tournaments, and we're used to standing there in front of a group of people, mm -hmm. we always ask, Bo Captains, what's your number one priority tomorrow? And they better be screaming safety loud and proud. Yeah. Because no matter how many fish there are or whatever else, our number one job as directors is to get them off the water safely to get back home to Ma or the captain's wife or whatever, whether they catch a fish, get a plaque, cash right. a check, whatever. They got to get home safe. And that's a statistic that y'all have been uh, happy pretty, about. We, yeah, we're not, safe. Knock, yeah. On, knock on wood, mm -hmm. we have not had a major accident. On the water, we, we've had one at a stage during teardown. But, you know, we take the safety so serious, and we don't care who it is. Yeah. You know, I'm a, I'm a pawning him out there. I hope he watches this. <laughs> um, I, like to, I like to give Dave a heart attack about two weeks after he got the job with y'all because we're over to Douglas, and we're clearing boats, and Dave's calling boat numbers. And I, he's at one end of the big pier down there, and I'm at the other. You know, one of the bosses come through for TWRA, certain commissioner by the name of, yeah, I'd say it, Kurt Holbert. <laughs> oh, Kurt, he's a good one. <laughs> he's a good one. Laney didn't have her life vest zipped up. <laughs> zip it. Got to zip it. Well, it, it's an automatic penalty box. And, you know. <laughs> and Laney is his dog. I, didn't, yeah, I really didn't by. pay any attention. Who it was, don't care. Life vest wide open in the penalty box. This one. I had started. This was like a no. This was a November you, tournament. You this, could have done this. <laughs> this, was, this was a November tournament after I had started with this organization in January, mm. and he takes the sitting chairman of the commission and puts him in the penalty box. And I, yeah, when he looked back at me, I'm sure my face was as white as white gets. Oh, Kurt's man. about laughing. You know, he's like, well, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I could see it now. I mean, he was a little. Yeah. Frustrated with the girls, but but yeah, but that's 
There are no exceptions. We have to make sure everybody gets off the water safe. So we take boating safety so serious that Jake's decided to become an instructor to make sure that we've got more people available for instructors. So that's great. Hey, if you're just joining us, we uh, we are speaking with Captain Jake Davis and David Lowry, talking about fishing, Tennessee Bass Nation, and boating safety and all kinds of stuff. Yep. Yeah. So let's move into. Let's move into the recent uh, recognition at the commission meeting. Uh, that was the 2022 Reservoir Fish Habitat Partnership Award, Friends of Reservoirs. Yeah. And and I, I know we've got David here today to brag on you because he said you wouldn't brag enough. Probably not because I, well, you know, I, I just – I mean, I'm not into that a whole bunch. I mean – I you spent know, 21 years in the Air Force, got all that recognition and all that I needed to get. It's um, not that, why we're, that, we're not out for recognition. We're yeah. out to do a good program for yeah. the kids. And then Jake's turned around and created this other initiative for mm-hmm. us. Totally. I mean, he comes to me and says, we're fixing to do some cleanup and some habitats. I said, okay, sounds good. And he said, we're going to get the kids involved and the captains involved, and that can give them service hours, and we're going to improve these bodies of water. Win-win. It, and, it is. I mean, and, it, and it, you know, going back to where we were talking about me being a guide and what favorite lake and all that stuff, yeah, yeah. I have watched, you know, over the years, lakes just decline, okay? Um, everything from habitat disappearing to the amount of – pollution or trash or Mm -hmm. uh you know you you get a lot of sediment fill into a reservoir and our reservoirs are getting 50 years old or older okay some of them way older than that and fishing is taking such a stand and in the forefront now um you know fishing hunting getting in the outdoors get out of the house type of thing yeah uh is such in the forefront we we got to do something Okay, there's not, there wasn't enough access sites on a lot of these lakes. There still isn't. Not enough opportunity. Still isn't. We're making a dent in it. Um, you know, and, and then the award, and, and I, you know, Jason Henniger, and mm-hmm. I think he's the culprit to put me in for that. Him, <laughs> him and Jeff uh, Boxrucker out from the Friends of the Reservoir, and Gene Gilliland from Bass. Uh, I, I think they're the three characters that did that, but and, and I greatly appreciate it. But it belongs to everybody that has helped us. That's right. Okay, it's not just me out there doing that. It's I'm I'm feeding them the information, giving them the opportunity. I get the grants, get the money. You know, I work as a government liaison with TVA and TWRA mm-hmm. and uh, Corps engineers, and we get all these projects together and we say, okay, this is our target. You know, this year it's been the Bill Dance Trail. And we need to kick that in high gear mm-hmm. because of tourism and all that. And we were, I work with Dennis Tomlin uh, from over in tourism. Uh, and we just trying to get this stuff done. Yeah. You know. And it's it's been growing relationships. We started out with Dennis just initially in, in some high school tournaments. Sure. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> at Dayton. And before you know it, we're we're real good friends with Dennis. Dennis moves up to where he's at. They get their ideas, the Tance Trail, and then here we are. Mm. And in the process of this, now that's not the only award Jake's got, and I don't have the list of them, but Jake's got a few <laughs> got a few trophies and plaques at the house yeah. because of how he's led us. 
And trust me, when you go to one of these events, I just gave you some, some photos and stuff of Priest when we did that a couple, uh, two, three weeks ago, where over, what, 21,000 pounds was picked well, up yep. of garbage out of Priest? Man. And trust me, Jake was as dirty as any one of those kids, Man. and it was kind of raining that day. They all were filthy, but 21,000 pounds of garbage came out of that water. But here, here's the key. Here's what you want to know. Just in this school year, Starting in August, we are we know for sure, and sometimes you get your measurements are a little light, but we know with what Jake has led us with, thirty-seven thousand five hundred pounds of garbage have come out of Tennessee waterways, hmm. based on this, these programs that he's doing, and with the the attractors that we're building, Jake's leading and building, yeah. Um, in multi, uh, he, uh, he'll have to say the lakes, but since 2015, over 78,000 different structures have been put in Tennessee water wow. to help replace where all the stumps are gone and there's nothing holding the, the, the algae and the plankton and the little fish that draw the big fish. Right. And in process of it, you know, he's done it to the point where they've seen they'll put the structure out and go back 30 minutes to an hour later and there's already fish on it. <laughs> and they'll go back two weeks later and they're catching tournament-sized fish on it. He knows about where they've put stuff in and, you know, the the catch, the bag size of the tournament yeah, yeah, is I increasing. Going up, yeah. Jake's done, well, he's done so much. You know, and, you know, Dave talks about all that stuff and... I don't want to leave TWRA out of this because y'all have played a vital point in, part in all of this, okay? Uh, Jason Henniger and Frank upstairs, mm -hmm. you know, when Frank was chief of fishes and now he's moved on to the dark side of the house. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Deputy director. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Be careful. You know. That's still my chain of command. Thank you very much. I, Frank, Frank appreciates that, I'm sure. Uh, and, and we did a lot of good work, but it... I've gained an education, okay, because by tradition, I'm a guy that jumped out of perfectly good helicopters and carried a gun and <laughs> wore a badge and, you mm -hmm. know, went into, uh, I was pararescue for four years, and that's just, you know, I'm, I wasn't that guy, okay? I grew up trout fishing in northern Michigan, hunting deer and, mm -hmm. you know, chasing rabbits and grouse and all that good stuff, but... I've gained an education from our fisheries folks. Yeah. Okay. Everybody from Jason to people like Mike Jolly and, and Jess Taylor down there in Normandy with the Southern crew, Teddy yeah. here in Nashville. Yeah. Um, they've sort of taken me aside along with some other people uh, that were out there. Hal Shrum, Gene Gilliland. I mean, and the way it all started was I started collecting all this stuff and working on, on things. And... Uh, you know, it's just morphed into you know different things. I love how you guys are building that ethic in the in the student anglers. You know how how they're out on the cleanup crew. That's bound to stick with them for a lifetime. And, and it does. And you know, we've got a coach uh, for the Franklin team mm -hmm. right here, uh, just south of Nashville. Um, Jason Wynn, He said, "Hey, this was the greatest team building mm -hmm. activity." He goes, "I had my doubts." He goes, "I didn't." I, as a coach and somebody in the community. Uh, in Jason's high up in the corporate uh, ladder, but he, he's like, I didn't realize how bad this was. He goes, I thought maybe Jake's exaggerating a little bit, or maybe they're using select pictures um, when we're on that cleanup at Priest. Uh -huh. 
And when you go out there and you actually take a walk with us, let us get off the boat. Let's walk to shore. Let me take Definitely. you five feet into the woods. This time of year, especially, you know, you know when's the cooler months and yeah. water's down. And this know. is the time of year you don't have the snakes, you don't have the ticks, <laughs> and good, everything's yeah. dead, and you can see everything. And, it, and it's just a shocker mm. of what, what is out there. Yeah. Um, so we're trying to do our part and instill into the younger generation a little bit of, hey, if we don't change our habits, we're going to lose this. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's our, you know, just think of priests for a minute. There's one, two, three, four, five city water supplies. Hmm. Okay. What all is in that water? I mean, there was an article come out here about a week and a half ago that probably 90% of our waterways in this country have forever chemicals in them. And some of them are bad stuff. Mm. I mean, I know because I have to get tested for them every year. I've been to those plane crashes where they use the PFAS. I get tested every year. I got to be checked for cancer and all that good stuff. Yeah. We don't need that. We can fix or stop or, or hold what we have if we can get people involved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just get them to wake up and say, Oh, I don't need to throw my beer can out the window this morning or, you know, this evening. I hope it's not in the morning, but well, <laughs> it happens. Yeah, I understand. You understand yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Um, or if you're out there partying, mm-hmm. you know, that's let's not sink the beer bottle to the bottom of the lake because exactly. it well, does wash up. There's yeah. pictures recently from some of these cleanups that uh, spots on the shore where they found, and they found a mountain of either bottles or beer cans or or liquor bottles that it's just like, it was like the intention of the people partying was, how big can we make this pile? Yeah. And they leave it out there. And, and, And the thing of it is, is by instilling this in the kids and the captains that we need to continually make the effort, we're never going to get 100% cooperation of people wanting to clean up their trash. There's always going to be somebody out there who's like, I don't care. So there's always going to be the need to clean up. But Mm -hmm. wouldn't it be nice that when we go to one of these things, instead of having to have four or five or six of these giant dumpster things they bring in, we get down to where we've only got one or two dumpster things to bring in. Maybe we can make a difference. But it's a constant fight. But we're training. Jake is training our kids and our captains and our programs to yep. – we got to go do this all the time. The, talk about the Adopt Access, Jake. Well, yeah, yeah. It, that was the next you know, list. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the Adopt and Access, it was just an idea. I was sitting there uh, last winter before we went to the Classic, and I, I said, well, you know – I remember seeing a sign that said adopt a roadway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why can't we adopt an access, whether it's a WMA or a boat ramp area mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or a picnic area? Let's adopt that access to the waterway or to one of our WMAs. And it could be hunting because it's just as bad. Mm-hmm. You know, I was duck hunting over in West Tennessee, and I'm not going to say where I pulled into, but that was bad. Yeah. You know, we ended up picking up a bunch of stuff. So it's not just fishing. It's, you know, all the outdoors. If we can adopt these accesses. And it's not a big task. It's If I go to Morris Ferry and I got a guide trip done or I'm fishing for the day, when I get done, I'm going to take five minutes in a garbage bag, pick up whatever I see. Mm-hmm. 
and keep it looking nice and neat. Yeah. Makes a big difference. Yeah. Makes a huge difference. But with with the program he started now, we have high school teams across this state, and I just took my own personal team, Grundy County, down to Morris Ferry and Woods on Sunday, put up our signs, and that's our day that we start that I've challenged everybody on our team and everybody that's been on our team in the past that if they drive by and they get got 10 minutes to stop, stop and pick up every piece of trash you can find. It's a continuous yeah. effort. We're adopting that for my team. And do we know how many accesses we've got? We've got a lot adopted already. We're at 14 across across the state officially we where we put the signs out we got a bunch in waiting that you know yeah. I wait for the teams to go out and do it and clean it up and send me a picture so we don't say hey, we Get got ahead. 30 yeah. of them or how many <laughs> ever you know and and that's just one of the programs we're trying to do to where we're not trying to get it all done cuz yeah we got this winter break but there's things we can do yeah i think that's you great cuz i mean you know we get calls now and then it says you know uh, why is the trash cans overflowing at these different boat ramps? Sometimes it's not our responsibility, but it's everybody's responsibility to jump in there when they yeah. can and, and help out. And I think this is great. And, and i tell you what is great. You know, uh, our officers or the TWRA officers, the Leos out there, they take it serious. Um, I can tell you for a fact, uh, two, two years ago on Tim's Ford, our local officer, now Sergeant Hunt, you know, he's got the district down there. Um, I called in what I figured was a dumping. I mean, there were some real, real intelligent ones. They left their pizza boxes mm. with all their trash. They backed the truck up there and just swept everything out. And there's their pizza boxes with their names on it. <laughs> Josh, went, Josh went and had a talk with them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, they cleaned it all up. And, you know, I think he gave them a little, little, talking, little, to. little talking to and <laughs> probably a break um, on the amount of the ticket. But... And that's when we all work together, you know, it comes out to be a good thing in the end. We catch the culprits, or, you know, we teach somebody a lesson that the officers go out and say, hey, listen, you got 24 hours to clean this up. Yeah. You know, but well, if we can get more and more accesses adopted by our teams or by adult organizations you know it can be by by the chamber of commerce it can be by the yeah the the jc's it doesn't matter we just want to get everybody to start cleaning things up mm -hmm. you know and we wish we could get everybody to quit throwing the trash out at all but that's yeah. never going to happen but we if we get more and more groups lined up to clean up these access areas then maybe we get less pollution in the water and less garbage everywhere for us to see and, and you know that's that's just a couple of the projects we work on or i work on with as being the conservation director yeah there's everything from asian carp to invasive species we work on uh, we've improved you know. ramps because jake's work we've, we've got yeah. grants and stuff a whole lot of work at marion county park yeah, uh, if you haven't been to that facility lately, we now have parking where you're not going to get stuck. Well, that was one of my questions. If you could give me a one-minute version, one minute. The, the funding and some of the stuff that's going on to help those improvements and maybe a couple of your favorite habitat improvements real um, quick. Marion County Park, number one. Grade A construction, hats off to them in the Marion County Road Commission. We came in there and we got, uh, I can't think of the name of Unibudsy, uh, the company down there uh, gravel company down there donate okay. all the gravel yeah we got awesome. a lot of what we do is, is get things donated to help partners to help that partners yeah. uh we get afco that helps out a mm -hmm. lot uh smyrna ready mix yeah 
great folks over there. They help us out all the time. Uh, Chris, Chris Yoder with Yoder Concrete Pumping and, you know, Rocky Top uh, Paving. Uh, there's a whole host of people that just come together that we work with. And awesome. now you can have a very large tournament at Marion County Park, and there's plenty of paved and gravel parking because of all this. You know, and people like Dennis Tomlin. Yeah. I mean, for the first time, and I know the fisheries guys and the, the other folks in the building are going to cringe when I say this, it's an economic thing. I don't care what, however you look at it, it's economic. Now we have the facilities to help the local communities, as you know, the agency does, to help grow things and get the economy going and look at how we do things. Yeah. You know. Well, I thank you for what you do. David, thank you for being here. <laughs> thank you, guys. Don. I warned you, we didn't have enough time. <laughs> <laughs> and you got that right. This is Tennessee Wildcast. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in. Stay connected with TWRA by visiting our website at tnwildlife.org and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Hey, it's all about Tennessee wildlife. It's what we do. Tennessee Wildcast will be on the air again next week. We'll see you then.